Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, welcome back. It is my mate bought a toaster. My name's Tom Price. That one over there is called Samantha Baines. Samantha Baines on the show this week. Very excited to welcome. You know what, Samantha? I can call this lady a colleague. This is a colleague of mine. Just call me by my full name. Yeah. Samantha. I do that at the beginning of the podcast. What, just to it's hammer it home? Well, it's Make so it formal. It's the beginning of a... Exactly. Okay. It's the beginning formal. of a dinner party. It's before anyone said, oh, listen, call me Sam. <laughs> so I'm still keeping appearances up at the moment. Um, listen, babe, you can call me Sam okay, anytime. You can definitely call me babe. <laughs> um, do, you, do you need me here? Or you, <laughs> do you, want, you guys want We're ten minutes? Gonna... Harriet, give us six. That'd be fun. <laughs> uh, that is the voice of Magic Radio's breakfast presenter... And um, all-round radio superstar Harriet Scott, who joins us. Harriet, thank you so much for coming in. That's okay. I've had a lot of text messages, Sam. I've had. There's been a lot of messages from Harriet saying, "Do I need to do any prep? And 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 is this going to be okay?" And <laughs> I'm terrified. But you haven't looked, have you? you no, haven't? I haven't looked. I've okay. resisted because I've been listening to some of them, and they are hilarious. They're brilliant. This is, can I just say, a brilliant idea. Thank you. It is a great idea. When I'm the one sitting here, yeah, I have no idea what you're going to find. I think Carrie Ed Lloyd in our second episode compared it to having a um, midwife rummaging around in your innards oh, when you're in labour. It's sort of digital version of that, you know, without the drugs. Without exactly, there's no gas and air in this room. There's not much air in this room. It's <laughs> no such a tiny epidural. Room. No, this is an epidural thing. Uh, anyway, it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. And uh, we're going to head back to 2005 to, to kick us off. Is that when it started? That's when things died for you, which is, I must say, Harriet, quite late. Is it? Yeah. yeah. So we often get a 90s Amazon vibe on this show. Wow. The, I know, like, like 99 or something. Um, so 2005, quite late. Uh, where were you in 2005? What was going on in your life? I was living, renting a place in Marylebone, I think, or uh, in Belsize Park. Oh, nice. No, no, nice. Because I was on my own. Yeah. And I was working at Heart, actually, doing breakfast. Okay. So I was doing that, and I, I rented a nice single girl's apartment, and I was doing the single girl's thing. Okay. So God yeah, yeah. only knows what I thought. Okay, all right. Okay. Well, 13th of April. Let's go to the 13th of April, 2005. And you have bought loads of CDs, right? And I it's the first time I think I've ever looked at a, a run of CDs, and I oh don't God, know I a know single what... artist. Oh, a CD. Uh, well, they're, they're, they're auto-rip, so maybe actually you were buying MP3s here in that case, if it says auto-rip on them. Um, Broke Down by Slade Cleaves, Born to Be With You by Dion, See the Morning In by Grand Drive, oh. and The Lights in This Town Are Too Many to Count by Grand Drive. I've never heard of any okay, of these Okay, Grand artists. Drive. In fact, that's a lovely song. See the Morning In. You've just. I have not listened to that in probably 10 years. Okay. That is a beautiful, beautiful song. Yeah. I think I was trying to get into country music. <laughs> oh, M. G. I was probably Why? trying to buy because 
I think I'm a pop girl at heart, and I was trying to get be more have more gravitas. You were a pop girl hosting at heart, and you thought you would go for the country most invited. I just thought I would, needed to grow up and listen to <laughs> some more some better music. Grand Drive is a is a great band. Mm-hmm. So did you buy yourself like a Stenson and and you know? Yeah, I can imagine you single girl in your single apartment. Okay, with so your this is cowboy boots. Now I can. This is this so is why I. this podcast is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, should your husband listen to this podcast or not? No, it's fine. Not? No, this okay. is fine. I did have a, a Western time of my life, right? You went we through all a... have, haven't we? Oh, yeah. Everyone goes through the sort of emo stage. I, or... um, somebody... I'm not quite sure what that is. No. Well, you know what I mean? Like the angry teenager stage. Oh, sure. So Harriet's version of that is to go country. And... I went country and Western. And there's a shop on, in Notting Hill called um, Jesse Western. Right. Beautiful shop. So bloody expensive. Okay. And th- and you can buy your Navajo Indian style jewelry from there, <laughs> and that's what I did. And what happened was, I'll tell you, I was having my makeup done. I think name dropping here, Roger Taylor from Queens, no, from Duran Duran. Mm-hmm, careful, Roger Taylor from Duran Duran's wife. Right, it's a makeup artist. Right, okay. she came and did my makeup, and she said to me, "You do you have any Cherokee Indian in you? You look like you were like from a Cherokee Indian heritage. Well, I thought this was the most glamorous thing I've ever heard. This is extraordinary. So I went for it and I decided to buy the gear and dress as that person. But I'm not sure that Cherokee Indian necessarily links up with country and Western music, does it? Uh, is that a- I think it was... I wanted the whole authenticity of the, the, the country and Western thing. Right, yeah. right, right. Wow, that yeah. is astonishing. Because I can't think of anyone more uh, kind of British and Cheltenham than you. <laughs> Cheltenham! <laughs> Suddenly deciding. You've got connections with Cheltenham. My dad you? lives in Cheltenham. Yeah, and but I, remember, I, was, I didn't know where I was brought up there. No, but I remember when you said Cheltenham to me, I was like, yeah, Harriet, so Cheltenham. Oh, what does that mean? There's I'm Cheltenham, so Cheltenham. Because there's Cheltenham Ladies College in Cheltenham. I think that's what it is. I made that connection in my mind. Mm-hmm. And that's now where I've set you in my head. Okay. So the idea that you one day walk around Marlborough and went, today, Hey, Matthew, I am going to be country and western. Yeah. Yeehaw. Yeah, that's how it happened. Are you the sort of woman who, instead of crossing one leg over the other, crosses your ankles? Oh! Because that's Cheltenham. Okay. Oh, yeah. Only because I don't want to get varicose Yes, see, you do do it. Mm. And Cheltenham. because I... I think it... Yeah, I know what you mean. No, not in jeans. No, I'm doing it now. Not in jeans, but in a, in a skirt. Is that a thing, is Depends. that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's 100% oh, a thing. Because right? if you cross your legs, you can do a kind of... Basic in- is it basic instinct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. sort of flash uh-huh. because you've got to lift one leg over the other. Whereas if you cross your ankles, that'll never happen. You are vag protected. <laughs> oh, I see. Is that is that what the modules called at Cheltenham yeah. Ladies College? Okay, children. Vag protection. Today, let's move on. All right, good. So uh, Harriet Scott went through a country stage. That's absolutely amazing. Twenty uh, second of September two thousand and five. So this is what fourteen years ago. Uh, a few books you bought. Interesting ones. You bought radio programming tactics and strategy that is a snore 33 quid you spent on that 33 quid on radio programming tactics and strategy what was i i don't know I, when was that 2005 September. by eric g norberg were you think i mean obviously radio is where you were at yeah, where you've always yeah. Been at. i don't know why i bought a radio programming book 34 quid that's are you sure 33.99 it was yeah i'm absolutely yeah. sure and sam tell us about the book to you. let's have a look radio programming Tactics and strategy. Is, it has two customer reviews. Okay. It was published in June 1996. Nice and up to date then. That's good. Mm. Yeah. 
a practical handbook for programming directors. This guide focuses on achieving specific objectives in today's modern competitive environment. Radio programming is designed to convey underlining principles and to assist the programmer in accomplishing specific objectives without mandating exact implementation methods. So were you setting up a country in Western Radio no, Station? No, I think, though... I was probably thinking, should I move into radio management because there's more longevity there? Oh, I see. Do I need to be a manager of people oh, rather you, than the person on the radio? You were getting yourself a trade. Yes. That's it, isn't it? Yeah. Whenever, I've, whenever yeah. I've said I wanted to be an actor, get yourself a trade as well. Yeah. Train to be a brookie, That's for it. God's sake. Yeah, do something useful. So that was going to be your trade. The other thing you bought then, uh, which is fascinating, from us best day trips from London, 25 great escapes by train, bus or car. <laughs> 25 for £8.39, that book. That's 25 is not quite, it's not much, it's is not it? It's a high ratio. There's more things to do out of London than 25. But those are day trips. I remember that, and I didn't do one of them. <laughs> of course. But... It was aspirational. I remember thinking I was in London and what a nice thought to get on a train and go somewhere and what great advice and get it, get it, get it from a book. Well, I think it's a great idea. I stand by that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those, it's, it, yeah, absolutely. It's a book that you buy, the joining a gym type logic where you think, I bought this, therefore I'm going to do it. I'm going to go to Deal, I have been to Deal Castle actually, okay. or I'm going to go and I'm going to do these day trips. What's possible? Because I didn't have a car. Okay. Did it say by train? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. you go. I, I didn't see. have a car. And, and they, <laughs> I wasn't going to be that person okay. with my country and western boots <laughs> on a train. <laughs> yeah. so I'm going to Kent. On Let's my go. own. <laughs> now, you say 25 isn't very many, but actually M has reviewed it, giving it three stars, saying, I bought this book as a present. I can't comment on the content, except that it's quite exhaustive. Mm. What does that mean? Even though it's only 25. 25, what, exhaustive detail of 25 yeah. different locations. Gives some good tips about the main places to see around London, but I was quite disappointed that there weren't any images. Oh, really? What? No images? I'm not sure I remember it. Here's a question then. This is a good question. What is your favourite within an hour by yeah, train yeah, yeah. trip? Well, let's say with kids. Is with... Brighton within an hour? Yeah, that'll do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brighton's good. But do you not feel that's just London on sea? Do you no. know what I mean? You need something a bit different. By train. Yeah. Uh, well, I have a car now, so. Okay, fine, fine. But let's go there. Okay, but with the south first. end on sea. But that's Good. by the time you get there, it's about an hour and a half, I think, by the time you get there past, yeah, you know, yeah. um, Rye. I like all those places. Yeah. I like a good castle. I think a castle's great. Well, for Deal kids. Castle's great. There you go. Deal Castle, Sam. Any ideas, Samantha? Can I call you Sam? I do not have children. No. Um, I imagine that some sort of ruin environment is quite dangerous because well, they, they can scrape bits of their bodies yeah but they can do that anywhere to be honest you can put them in a soft play and they'll break a leg <laughs> okay. that's what happens Fair. also I like to show them ruins and say look at this this ruined castle that's what you're doing to our house <laughs> that's what you're doing to my life exactly. my soul my insides I like I love a good day trip mm, I, I do like a ruin I also like a little sort of country fair mm. yeah. Ooh, yes. a little sort of village event yes fate. but you can't get a train to that well, you can a lot. I don't drive. I, I tell you where's good. Essex. Beautiful parts of Essex. Very easy to get to on the train out of Liverpool Street. Okay. I feel All like right. I'm 2005 Harriet Scott. <laughs> I am <laughs> a single oh, lady. Oh my God. I don't drive. Um, Look at your future. She's sitting right there. Any questions for her? There she is. <laughs> How can I stop the cowboy boots from rubbing? <laughs> 
cross your legs better. That's how you do. Um, all right, I let's wish m- I'd done some of them. Well, like, it's not too late. You know, do them now. I'm yeah, not going to execute you after this, po- after this podcast. There's still time, Harriet. There's still time. We should go. We can record an, a day trip podcast version. That does version. feel like a spin-off, doesn't it? That does feel like a spin-off episode. Okay, let's move on then to 2006. Only a few purchases. The one that I'm really zeroing in on, because this feels like more than a day trip, the Western Desert of Egypt, oh. an explorer's handbook. Okay, Here we so go. I went there. Come on. One of the best things I've ever done is I went to the Western Desert of Egypt yeah. for the solar eclipse that happened in that year. <gasps> why why the, did you go? Was it with the radio gig? Or? No. No. I, I, I got an interest in astronomy around this time okay didn't have enough to do so but severely I've like a big interest because I couldn't answer basic questions like why can we see the moon in the sky during the day don't ask me that right now because I can't remember the answer Mm -hmm. but all these things like that and what turns around that suddenly I realized I was about 35 and I couldn't remember these basic things so I started to read some books and then I noticed there was a solar eclipse coming up so I went on a trip that took me there to on the border of Egypt and Libya why would you go there? Did you just do this by yourself? Well, I joined a, I joined, there's a holiday group called Explore. I don't know if you know them. No. I didn't go with any friends. I just joined Did a you? group of 12 strangers. Were they all pensioners? Oh. Did you get on a bus and they were all pensioners? Please. There was a lot of that. <laughs> I expected some like really cool people. Of course, I thought I might find some love in the desert and all that. <laughs> But we slept out under the stars, like in a sleeping bag, with nothing on top of us. And just, oh wow! And, uh, yeah, and probably we quite pleased you were just with pensioners in that case. Yeah, exactly. Quite reassuring. Yeah. Like going on holiday with your grandparents. Yeah, it was an interesting trip. Sounds uh, wonderful. It was. Also, it was amazing. Just so you know, the reason we can see the moon during the day is because the sun is hitting the moon. It's even reflecting on it. Yeah, it's like a cat, like a giant cat's eye, basically. Yeah, Harry's looking oh, confused. So, I, so at uh, night the sun isn't on yes, Earth, but yes. it's still on the moon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But during the day, the sun's on the moon and on Earth. This is a very informative Thank podcast Thank you. this yeah. week. I'm really enjoying this one. Um, That's, what, <laughs> that's what I'm here for. It's great, it's great. Um, I'm, just, I'm just giving, this is telling us a lot about Harriet Scott, and I'm enjoying that. The fact that one year you're like, I'm going to get into country and western music. Yeehaw. And the next year you're like, I'm going to be an astronomer. <laughs> yeah. Bye-bye. I'm going yeah. to Egypt. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. Because I think, I think I was, I took advantage of the fact that I was still single. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, do the things you've always wanted to do. Because I... Didn't really go traveling much. I went straight from university into working in radio and I felt like I hadn't really traveled. Yeah. So I was finding the opportunities in my 30s to go on these crazy trips. Yeah, because part of you knew that eventually the kids and the settling down would happen. I thought that maybe that would happen Mm -hmm. or maybe not, but I just thought, you know what? Mm. I'm going to go. I couldn't find a buddy to go with me and I just thought, go, go by yourself, do these things. This is what happened before Tinder, you see? For Tinder and, and online dating, people would be like, I'm just going to do something before I meet that other person. Now you just go, I'll just go online and find a partner. No. I got single and I went on holiday by myself to Lanzarote. Nice. From Egypt. Nice. But by myself and it's actually wonderful. How are the meal times? Because people say that that's the trouble. People say that that's the trouble. Those were my favourite times. Yeah. No well, distraction because... from the food. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good. If, yeah, by yourself and at no a buffet. no judgement of how many times yeah. you go back for the buffet. Exactly. Also, you can just pick whatever you want to eat and there's no discussions about intolerances. Mm. I'm dairy intolerant. Or like what type of food they want to eat. You just pick what you want to eat yeah. you sit down you get a nice drink and you eat your food and you concentrate on it you just nice. really focus on no the one's talking to you about their day and their work colleagues it's i get great. anxious having a hotel breakfast by myself so i would find that very difficult Do i don't you? i can't stand being by myself in fact i was talking to my eldest about this today and he's the same as me he cannot stand being by himself he wouldn't go upstairs to get dressed for school because he doesn't want to be by himself well wow. that is something that both of you need to deal with yeah. to address well we can address it together ironically <laughs> 
Well, I was very scared to go on holiday on my own, but it was brilliant. No, I mean, it's, it is brilliant, of course. And in fact, everyone I know who's done it says exactly that. Oh, I'm a bit nervous. It was, amazing. it was amazing. I'd do it again. I'm going to New Zealand tomorrow. On your own? Well, not really. With a bunch of radio peeps. We're going to be... Why? Hmm? Uh, magic stuff. It's a, it's a stuff. It's a great trip. It's amazing. Am I going to enjoy it? Is it going to be exhausting? I've never done a radio gig like this. I think it's... I think it's an extreme radio gig. Yeah. But I think that if you... Yeah, I think you will. I think it's... I think... Yeah, I'll, nice let you know. I'll let you know. Yeah. I'll put I'll put on a tone of voice when I when I hook up with your show next week. Oh God! If you hear hi, give me a password. Give me a yeah. A, a, oh my a God! Word. That's a really good I idea. Say you're having a good time, Tom. <laughs> so you have to get something in. Yeah. If I say I've eaten a lot of cashew nuts, <laughs> that means I'm absolutely I've had enough when I come home. Keep an ear out for that. Love that. Um, Harriet, we've got to 2007. Okay. 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 You all right? Happy? You still comfortable? Yeah. How, how are the nerves with this thing? Are there th- are there things to come that you're aware of? I don't. Well, you see, I don't want to give you. I, I want to have a poker face. Right. I want to tell you that there's nothing interesting in my Amazon list at all. Okay. Okay. So, well, that's I, not true. We've I, already. I don't know. We've already discovered some absolute gold. Um, let's go to the 12th of June, 2007. Destination space, making science fiction a reality. So last year you went to Egypt. Yeah. 2007. What's happening now? You're deciding to. So when I went, so when I went to Egypt, I then came back and I and I went to a talk at the science museum on the birth of stars and the solar eclipse. Right. Amazing. And I went and I uh, went to chat to the guy who'd done the talk on the birth of stars, and he's now a very good friend of mine called Chris Lintot. Now okay. Chris Lintot uh, co-presented. He still does the um, Sky at Night. Right. But now no longer with Sir Patrick Moore. No, of course. But he did the show. Sir Patrick Moore yes. after 132 years decided yes, to die. Exactly. Mm-hmm. After, but he used to. Present the sky at night with Patrick Moore, yeah. and so Chris and I used to meet up and drink and talk about the stars. That's so good. Yeah. Why isn't there? Why isn't that a thing? Drinking. Yeah. Plus informative educational because discussions. Because he is. You would love him. He is brilliant. Uh, he knows a lot. My my husband's a bit like I don't understand the relationship between you guys. I don't see how there's a friendship when he's so clever. <laughs> like, surely and surely you say to him, harsh. "Well, I married you." Um, surely yeah. that's the response you need. Uh, okay, so you're you're really in, you're really hitting the astronomy. Yeah, thing, yeah, then. yeah. That's so cool. I did I did an astronomy podcast with this guy Chris. I don't think there's any of it out there. It was terrible. I mean, no, it wasn't. That's not no. fair because if Chris is listening, the content it was good. It was good, but. Oh, we did it from my my kitchen, and you know what I'm like. Technically, it just the sound was never that great. And then I Listen. met my husband, and I ditched the whole plan. What do you mean so you, you know what I'm like? Technically, you just trying to prod the screen on my laptop a few seconds ago, trying to put your password in. Yeah. I think you're great at technology. <laughs> but she had just used an iPad. To be fair, context, context, context. Context. Yeah, now, is this astronomy yeah. or astrology? Astronomy, definitely. Facts. This Scientific is facts, study of celestial objects. Yes. Yeah. So here's the key question: Whenever we see these books, and these books flash up a lot don't they when people and I've got loads for me it's history I buy a big second world war book and I'm like I'm going to read that yeah. fucker that yeah. prick up there yeah, on that yeah, shelf yeah. and I'm going to walk away from this a better person it's yeah. going to give me some of course time. because everything in that book mm. imagine if I knew all of that yeah. in me you think what's going to happen is you'll retain it yes. like a, yeah. like Stephen Fry who just grabs the facts yeah. what happens is I read it maybe I'll read the whole book that's unlikely but I do sometimes I'll do and I forget everything 
I mean, everything in it. It's really annoying. So have you read Destination Space, Making Science Fiction a Reality? I don't think I did read that. I actually don't think I did read that one. No, no. But do you read them and do you retain them? Uh, it depends. I also, I buy history books and oh. I think I retain, I don't know. I read like a whole abridged history of, of Great Britain and then I think, why why have I forgotten what happened with, in the Stuart, with the Stuarts? I can yeah. tell you. Yeah, that's so the annoying know. thing. Well, yeah. look, you've done it. Here we go. On 2008, June 2008, uh, you've bought A History of Modern Britain by Andrew Marr. Yes, yes, yes. I enjoyed that. Loved yeah. that. It took me years to bloody read it, but I love that book. Hey, he writes beautifully well, yeah, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, he does. And also, this is all very useful when you're on Magic Breakfast, <laughs> isn't it? You yeah. and Ronan chatting away, and you could just <laughs> drop in a little thing about the Corn Laws. He absolutely loves that. 1066, it's the only one I remember. <laughs> That's all we got. My name's Pete Allison. And I'm Dave Cribb, and we do a podcast called Friends with Friends. Each week, we invite a guest on ask them to pick their favourite episode of Friends and then we talk about it in far too much detail. Basically, if you like the show Friends and you like it when people take things far too seriously, then you might well like this podcast. Search Great Big Owl on your podcast app of choice and you'll find Friends with Friends right there. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, welcome back to My Mate Bought a Toaster with me, Samantha Baines, and some man off the radio. Hi there, and some woman off the radio, the wonderful Harriet Scott from the Magic Breakfast Show. So I think, Sam, unless you can see anything, I think we should skip ahead a bit, right? So we're going to. I mean, I'm quite interested in being Martha, the inside story of Martha Stewart and her amazing oh, life. Oh, yes. Okay, so I thought that maybe I should be a brand. I've heard someone else talk about this. I thought that maybe I should launch like a, like a lifestyle brand. Wow. So I thought, yes. I want to see how Martha Stewart did it. And see if I could do that. See what, if and end I could... up in prison? Is that, <laughs> was that what you were after? It's a good, it's a strong brand. What year was that? Eight. Oh, eight. 2008. Eight, gosh. Mm, I've had a lot of big ideas that never followed no, through. Lots this. of people love this book. They said it's I've inspiring. Really? Where I love now? that you keep buying all these books for like self-improvement or like going off in different directions you just never read. Them. There's such a massive disconnect. That's such a human thing and we've all got that. The disconnect between the intention when you look on Amazon and you go, this is me. This is going to be... The-. People will say to me, what's the book that changed your life? Yeah. And I'll say, 24th of August when I bought Being Martha. This doesn't happen. Never read it. Don't read it. Get distracted by Twitter. Never read it. 
Okay, we're going to skip on a, to 2009. Now, at okay. the moment, I'm feeling like you're you're reaching out trying to create life moments uh, in your purchase choices, right? You're yep. trying to be an astronomer. You're going to Egypt. You're trying to make things happen. And then in 2009, there's a definite marker. Something's definitely happened. And I think it might be that you've met your now husband. Because I don't know, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is on your Amazon purchase history that's jumping out at me. But on the 4th of June, the 4th of June, you bought Choosing a Jewish Life. <laughs> A handbook for people converting to Judaism and for their family and friends. Then you bought a historical atlas of the Jewish people. Then you bought Jewish traditions, a JPS guide. You bought the book of Jewish belief and you bought the book of Jewish practice and you bought a short history of the Jewish people. Did you fancy this guy by any chance? Jesus. You spent over like 150 quid. Yeah. Where were you in your relationship? <laughs> One date. One date. That was, was that June. It was yes. June. Yeah. Yes. Yes. In 2009. Mm. Please tell me you had met David then and you weren't just looking. I can tell you something. I was already married to him. Oh. We got married in the February. So, and we got married quite quickly. So I met him in 2000, the end of 2007. I see. And then we got married in February 2009. So, wow. funny enough, he's Jewish. Right. And so only it wasn't, it wasn't until June that you started to do all this? Because, because I decided to convert. Because I got oh. pregnant very quickly. Oh. Got pregnant. We got married in February. Yes. I found out I was pregnant in, Jesus, March, April. I found out you were pregnant in wow. January. No. Because <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't a spring chicken, Tom. Mm-hmm. I just thought, let's get on with it. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so we'd, we were already married. And then, I don't know, I just thought... Um, Let's see what this is like. And I thought it would be nice to have one message from my son. Mm. And then I just thought, yeah, let's do this. It's lovely. It's really lovely. Now, here's the key question mm. that we have to ask. Mm. How many of them did you read, Harriet? I, do you want to go through them? I, read mo- I, read, I definitely read the history of the Jewish people yeah. because I didn't know, know much about it because I liked it from a history point of view. And I yeah. thought I wanted to, to feel it slightly. I wanted to feel their history. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I read quite a lot of them. I'm um, impressed. It's just really interesting, isn't it, that the books that have come before, like Managing a Radio Station, did you read it, Harriet? No. But this, that suddenly we're here and you're like, you know, I read these. Do yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, this yeah, 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 yeah. Telling you I that you're... I wanted to be the best new Jew. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that's a monthly... Is that like employee of the month? <laughs> best new Jew goes to Harriet Scott. <laughs> it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. So at this stage, you are, what, how many months pregnant? Like three or four months pregnant? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. So we're, we're gearing up. We've also bought, uh, in August 2009, the Haynes Baby Manual, Conception to Two Years. Excellent. Go. Excellent. So it begins. Yeah, Something yeah, tells yeah. me, right? So let's look at 2009. Eight orders placed in 2009, right? Then let's go to 2010. How many orders are placed in 2010? 12 orders. Okay, so not a massive leap up. Yeah. Not a massive leap up. Uh, wh- and when does he arrive? When does okay, first Louis arrive? arrives in January 2010. Okay, so let's go to January 2010. Let's see what's happening in January 2010 on your Amazon. Um, oh, yeah, there's a good few orders here. Uh, here we go. Oh, this is nice. So the first thing, so after, oh. uh, yeah, it's lovely. After the first few months of uh, being a mum, March 2010, the first sign that you're coming back to reality you bought the Bright Baby First Learning Box. Okay. So what is this? Like flashcards. Flash ah, oh, there we go. I see. Start teaching him young. <laughs> yeah, it's called Bright Baby. So Make it got... a child genius. <laughs> so you've got this three-month-old baby and you're holding up flashcards. <laughs> Can we please go? Would you like, like to come with me, Samantha? Oh, just love just to. click on your bits. Harriet, you just wait right there. We're just going to go over to the, eight... just gonna go to the 18th of January, 2011. And uh, Harriet's bought a book here by Dr. Pam Spur. It's a doctor, so obviously it's some, some medical condition uh-huh. or some, some, some sort of medical advice. 
Steamy Sex. The Sex Doctor's Guide to Keeping It Hot. Oh, hello. Okay. If I was worried about anything, you found it. <laughs> <laughs> yes! But I thought, I thought, I'm not saying anything. And I was thinking back through my history. Because I was listening to some of these and I was thinking, it's your books. I was thinking, it's the books. And I know, listen, you know, newly married young kids. Sure. I, you Absolutely. Know? We shouldn't giggle about I, I'm being gigglish and childish about this. I have this to work thing. with you, Tom. I, I have know. to see you again. I'm not telling I... I'm not. Love I'm telling anyone. Tell, not tell, I'm gonna just tell them to listen to the podcast and tell them to go to this minute. Every time you see Harriet, I want you to imagine the front cover of this book, which is two naked bodies, a woman's and a man's, yeah. sort of caught in a shower. Must be quite water covered. So is that what we need to do? Pressed up against each other, and then there's some steam at the bottom. I like that because married people don't have any time, and they need to have a shower every day. So why not? <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's multitasking. Steamy sex. The sex. Doctor's Guide to Keeping It Hot. It's 2011. You've got one kid or two by this stage. Okay, which time? Which time? 2011. Uh, January 2011. January 2011. Mm. Uh, yeah. No, we have one. We have one. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, interesting. Ah, uh, was did another child come along nine months later? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it works. No way. That's amazing. Yes, Doctor Pam. <laughs> oh my God, Max was born in October 2011. <laughs> Literally nine months, ten months later. Please, can we write a review of this book oh, and say this book was brilliant? We had our second child nine months later. Oh my that god, that is outstanding. Can we actually? Yeah, write a review from your account. Go on. Yeah, you sure. Go on. We can change the name. Change Go the name on, on it. Yeah, do yeah. what you want. No one reads the reviews, do they? No. I read the reviews, but Except I don't read. I don't read the name. Us on this podcast. Let's let's. What, so five stars. What's the headline? Well, I think six stars if we could, because this book clearly works, isn't it? Actual evidence. Um, it works. The, the, the proof is in the bun in the oven. Does that work? Bought this book. Yeah. Had steamy sex. <laughs> I wouldn't say had steamy sex. I just okay. say bought this book. Nine months later, along came our second child. Thanks, Doc. We, we called it Spur. <laughs> <laughs> you can catch me from six o'clock no, every weekday morning. <laughs> no, no. Okay, so it says, it works. The proof is in the bun, and, bun in the oven. Yeah. Bought this book. Nine months later, along came our second child. We called it Spur. S-P-U-R-R. Go on. After the writer. Care. S-P-U-R-R. But it's not a book on how to get pregnant. Can I put well, boom? no, but I don't know how much you know about sex, but what? <laughs> Can I put boom? Boom, yeah, At lovely. Boom. Boom. Yeah. So Submit? Absolutely. Um, Do you it. remember reading this book? Do you remember what's in this book? Are there any hints and tips? Uh, I don't. Okay. I What's the title again? Just genuinely. Uh, it's called Steamy Sex. I mean, that's why it's obviously yeah, yeah, in a shower. Yeah. It's so steamy. Yeah. The Sex Doctor's Guide to Keeping It Hot. I... Th- no, I think that there was there was the kind of tips mm-hmm. that, you that you'd have, expect. You, but yeah, but that yeah. you that you have to keep the the suggestion of sex mm-hmm. going through your day. Oh, so right. whether that's sending photos, oh my god, whether that's sending, I know steamy text. We I, we don't do that oh though. God, no, I know, no. I know. But the dick pics thing. This is something no. which has really happened. Oh, since. I love a no. wank video. What? Yeah. Are you joking? Nope. From someone you know. Why have you just said that on this podcast? You know people will now <laughs> will tweet you wank videos. No, I have to be talking to the person already. Right. What? And if they send you a video of them wanking? Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's horrible. Sound, well, hang on, that's, sound that's only, off. That's, sound off. But I just rather than a dick pic, I want like the three D moving move. image. You want to see the dick in action? It needs want... to be real because you can airbrush a dick pic. Do mm. you want it to? Do you want to see the conclusion or just the? 
it's a movement. No, not the conclusion. Right, so yeah. not the conclusion. I get it. I get it. I get it. Oh, and it has okay. to be obviously about me. It can't just be random wanking. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, you've really silenced the room there, Sam. I, I know. I, I'm going to write a book. <laughs> it's going to be called <laughs> Steamy Wank Videos. Yes. <laughs> also, Dr. Pam has written other um, uh, other books, which sound incredible. So I don't know if you know, Dr. Pam is a well-known love and sex doctor and solutions coach, agony aunt, broadcaster and writer, who's advised millions of people through radio, television, newspaper, magazines, columns, and the internet. Mm. She's written a number of self-help books, including Fabulous Foreplay, yes. Sinful Sex, Come on. and Sensational Sex, right. number one bestsellers. Oh. Do you want some reviews? Because uh, Yeah, actually, yeah. Are there any good reviews? Any... I mean, to, I'll be honest, we know it works, so we don't need to hear the five-star ones. Are there any good kind of... There are no... Bad reviews. Really? It's like this podcast. This book. Really? Really? Yeah. Well, it must be Linda good. says, enlivened, <laughs> informative, clear, and in parts funny. This little book has done wonders to enliven and spice up our sex life. The title says it all, steamy sex, and for once, my partner agrees. All we need now is a tropical island, hammock, and full moon. What does she mean by hammock? And then she's written, <laughs> passion panda. Five that's, people found that helpful. That's lovely. Sorry, I'm, let's just go back to hammock. Is that is that somewhere where one might... Carry out sexual activity on a hammock. That- well, you can get a sort of hammock for your um, penis, uh, can't you? Uh, right. What? What like a why? banana hammock? Why? Is called, yeah. Why it? would you? What's? Why would you why do, do that? people do that? It's- What's a banana hammock? Oh my god, I've never heard that. I feel like I'm teaching you guys a lot. Is it? Yes. Is it something you do for fun, or is it something that you do to keep them in, like in Isn't trousers it from or friends? something? Yeah, so I'm thinking more of a sort of sling if you've broken your or arm. A sports if you, thing. If so you've got an aching dick. Yeah, exactly. Urban. <laughs> got repetitive strain, so I'm going to put it in a hammock. From all the wanking videos, mm. Urban Dictionary says banana hammock. Mm-hmm. Uh, this gives an example. Uh, it's a thong, speedo, swimsuit sort of. Uh, scenario it's a men's style of undergarment that holds the genitalia in a sling-like hammock like apparatus Borat allowing uh, okay. the <laughs> yes is it like Borat allowing the meat and not to protrude offensively favoured by greasy Europeans at the beach and even greasier <laughs> weightlifters during competition and pose down sessions and then it gives an example when I was swimming at the Y the other day this hairy Italian hedgehog was hanging out the pool all day showing off his silky red banana hammock wow I've never. You're welcome. I never thought we'd end up on banana hammocks. Are they are they available on Amazon? Banana hammocks? Can we order one on Harriet's account? Oh no. <laughs> okay, let's move on, guys. Let's move on because we're running out of time. Harriet, we are learning so much about so much about you, uh, and we sort of left you there in 2011 uh, as you're approaching having two kids, which yes. happened in 2012. Yes, 2000. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. One, oh. one in 2010, mm. one in 2011, actually. Okay, and you're working hard as we've established as well. You're going back to work, no time to stop at all, which is impressive and must have been very difficult for you. Um, let's skip on ahead to 2015 now. Okay. Uh-uh. Mumtrepreneur, the complete oh. guide to starting and running, running a successful business. But everyone goes through this, don't they? I think so. I think that's a complete natural, natural next stage. What yeah. was going on? Well, because exactly, oh, 2015. Mm. Okay. So were you still on the radio? Okay. So I, um, I was no longer working at Heart. <coughs> okay. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. And I was working at a fabulous, fabulous station called BBC London. Terrific oh, okay. station, mm-hmm. but my hours were not great. Right. Well, in what sense? Oh what were you God, doing? I was doing four till six in the morning. It was how brutal. Do you, how do you not? You look fantastic for someone who's done this many <laughs> early morning. You should look like you in your 80s, Harriet. Uh, 
It was brutal. I mean it. it. Not... What have you did you do you slather yourself in creams? <laughs> It's ridiculous. Come well, a little, she's actually come a little face closer. oil. Have I? There you go. Well, come on. Let's hear the secrets of how Harriet Scott's managed to do this. Okay, because so face on. oil control by Clarins, Stop Imperfections Blemish Control in right. February 2015. Sounds like good stuff. They, they, they withdrew that product. <laughs> Why? Seriously, I've tried to buy it. It was brilliant. It was a little uh, yeah, capsule that, that Clarins used to do. I don't know. It had a little rollerball on the end. I don't know what was in it, but they don't do it anymore. But it was magic. It was good. Oh God, she also, you've also bought a vegetable spiralizer, oh so Christ. you're obviously looking after your body. Yeah, I was trying, but I didn't use that. Do you eat well, though? Because you, you've bought lots of good uh, cookbooks like that that sort of trying to encourage you to eat well. Eat, nourish, glow. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. A Nutribullet, there's a Nutribullet in 2015. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're equipping I've yourself. I've gone through stages. Mm-hmm. I think I don't routinely pig out. No. No. Um, but I'm not. A, I'm not a body's a temple type of person. I'm not no. gluten free, anything free, anything. So you're doing four till six at BBC London. Yes, and I'm thinking, yeah, all very well, but this can't last. I cannot keep doing this. So what? What does it look like when you've got kids? What? What do you do? And with radio, it's all very well, but you have to wait for the people to. You know, the gigs have to be there. Mm-hmm. Don't, yeah. they, don't they just? Don't they just? Yeah, yeah. So. So you can't, until I have my own radio station, I need to read that book again on strategy. <laughs> yes, that you know, build yeah, a bloody you, radio station. Your country and western radio That's station. That's it. Then yeah. I will control it. And mm-hmm. then I can choose. And you can have a job. And you can have a job as Thank well, you. Sam. Thanks. Um, and we can all do the hours that suit us. I'd like to do the weather Lovely. once a day. Fine. That's all I want And I'll do. pay you a fortune. Thank you so much. Yeah, Finally. That would, that, I know. The dream radio That's station. I so I was thinking exactly, what can I do? What skills do I have? that mm. I Or can I make something? I know what I was going to do. I was thinking oh, I need don't. to make a please Product. tell me, please tell okay. me. What was your entrepreneur idea? I was going to make pickles. I love it so much. And I did not expect that. I've never made a pickle in my life. <laughs> that I'd also noticed, now being in the Jewish community, oh, of okay, course, and right, I live yeah. in quite a Jewish area, mm-hmm. there's a lot of pickles consumed. So, so are you going to be like a door-to-door Jewish pickle salesman? Well, no, it wasn't going to be door-to-door. And I've noticed there is one brand of pickle that everybody uses, Mrs. Ellswood's pickles, yeah, right? We, we have them, I love okay. them. Mm-hmm. But it's Branson? not a very nice. You, oh no, that's that's different. These are like whole phallic-looking pickles. Oh, like, like a an actual, like you grow a pickle. Oh wow. Well, they're in jars. You know, like a long, like a gherkin. Yeah. So you were going to do Harriet's pickles. I was going to make pickles, but put them in a nice <laughs> try. This is how fucking desperate it was, Tom. This is incredible because you look amazing despite getting up early, but clearly the sleep deprivation has yeah. screwed your brain. But this is what I mean, my husband was like, "You what? Where are you going <laughs> to?" Where are you going to grow them? But I'd, I'd seen that there were some allotments behind my son's school and I was going to grow pickles. Right. But I was going to put them in a nice jar so you didn't have to decant them into a bowl. And I was going to think, right, fine. You oh, can, I I'm see. going to make these pickles. So the bar became the over-expensive mm-hmm. pickles. Yeah. I am... My jaw is on the floor. What is this yeah. conversation? What? It's incredible. And yet, Why? Uh, yet, 10 minutes ago, you said you like looking at wanking videos, right? Yeah. And, and we went... That's extraordinary. And yet you're right. The most extraordinary thing we've found out so far is that Harriet Scott wanted to be a pickle farmer. I don't understand. How big are the pickles? Average. This big? Yeah, I mean, six inches. It's normal. No, I don't know, three inches. Like half a cucumber. Yes, yeah. Have you not not seen a pickle? Yeah, but the really small ones that you get in jars. That's a a cornichon. Yeah. Oh. When the cornichon is allowed to grow, that's like the veal. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's allowed to grow and become like a gherkin or a cucumber. There's more bumps on a cornichon. Are you sure it's the same product? Maybe it's not, no. But it could be a chance I'm talking horse shit here. That does happen. But why would you put it in a jar? Well, because... They're pickled, yeah. (laughs) 
It's not so, that. So do really, you just... I, I, feel, I, I think you've um, just lost your job as the food advisor on Harriet's new radio station. Wait, so the, is there just one in a jar? No. Are there loads? No, no, there's lo- loads. Loads. Like maybe seven. Learning <laughs> 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 so much astronomy, <laughs> Egypt, pickles. <laughs> this is the best episode ever. Okay, so Harriet... What do you um, pickle... Wait, what do you pickle them with? I don't know, vinegar. I never got that far. I didn't... And I looked up a pickling recipe and then I realised, of course, you, if you're dealing with food, you've got to have food standards and all that and, mm. you know... So basically when the... And a bigger kitchen. My kitchen's very small. So when the red tape kicked in... Yeah, I you just thought, I'll, st- I'll stick to early morning radio, to be oh, honest. Christ, it's easier. It's yeah. easier. And then let's go crashing to the present now, because we are running out of time, Harriet, and I've loved this. And I know you very well now after the last couple oh, of years of us working together. God. And now I feel like I know you really, oh. really, really well. Let's see where we get to now. So we're heading into September 2019, all right, Harriet. So uh, there's a few things here that just really, they complete the story of Harriet Scott to date. You know, obviously we started off with you uh, buying his books, heading off to Egypt, trying to, trying to make your mark, trying to work out what you were going to do. You've clearly made your mark, and you've clearly retired because you bought yourself a thermos you oh, are oh. clearly um an ancient person who's going to go and what well, i mean with a thermos you're going to go and spot trains aren't you that's no, the cliche that was for my walk up snowden do you remember <gasps> I, I i i hiked up snowden and i took yes. a thermos i didn't in fact i left it in the hotel room i didn't take it with me <laughs> what is it with you buying books you don't read yeah because i just thought i actually took a little mini can of gin and tonic up there instead and i thought <laughs> that's better so you bought a thermos and left it in the hotel room and you took the booze up the mountain yes. um, you also bought a hydration bladder two liter leak proof uh, water reservoir please tell me you put the gin and tonic in that <laughs> that would be good um harriet scott it's been wonderful going through your amazon purchase history thank you so much for joining us oh thank you uh, uh do you know what i'm doing as we speak i'm signing out of your amazon do you account promise? i really am because do you know why i'm doing this because i jumped onto my ipad the other day and i bought myself kindle books for my flight and i bought three books all on mark dolan's amazon Did you? account oh, 100% did you text him? Yeah, I texted him. Sorry, mate. Have a look at your Kindle. You should have oh, just no. pretended you did. about 11 quid. I can't even remember what the books were. They're just sort of contemporary fiction stuff. So I am now out of your uh, Amazon. I am saving the password. <laughs> <laughs> just for That's the recommendation. Um, Harriet Scott, of course, presents Magic Breakfast every morning from six o'clock with Ronan Keating and sometimes with me. Um, Samantha Baines. And never with me. Never with you yet. Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. I'm just going to camp outside the building and then I'll be there too. That's Fine, let's do that. I'll, let, okay. I'll borrow my pass if you want. Oh, um, give us the beggy bit at the end, please. Let's let's do the beggy bit at the end of the podcast. Beg, beg, beg. Please buy my book. It's called Harriet versus the Galaxy. Is it named after me? It's named after Harriet Scott, and it's available at all good bookshops. But I think what I meant to say is, please subscribe to our podcast, My Mate Bought a Toaster, and you may also follow us on the social medias at ToasterPod. Please do. Tell all your friends how great the podcast is, because it really is. And leave us a five-star review, because anything less is rude. Thank you very much. Lots of love. All the best kind of guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 That was fantastic. (laughs) I loved it. of something but what are you scared of join me sarah morgan for the fear a podcast about the overlap between comedy and horror the secret lemonade drinker adverts geese that time on biker grove when agma partling got shot in the face with a paintball 
In each episode, I interview funny, interesting people I like, people like Phil Jupiter, Alice Lowe, Richard Osman, Riley Silverman, and Danielle Ward, about their biggest fears in a judgment-free environment. It is spooktacular. The fear. And remember, do have nightmares, because they're an entirely appropriate response to the horrors of modern living. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.